You need to let the heavens hear you tonight. Say hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We lift our worship to you, Jesus. Because it's all about you. I'm so coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it when it's all. gonna hold back my worship Jesus cause it's all about you yes I'm sorry Lord for the things I've made it's all about you Jesus it's all about you Lord
It's all about you. Somebody say it's all about. It's all about you tonight, Jesus. Take your place in our worship. Say it's all about you, Jesus. My worship is all about you, Lord. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. Lift your hands and say. It's all about him. If it's all about him, I want you to give him thanks this morning, this evening. Lord, it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shalom, evening people of God.
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. God bless you, my daughter Jennifer. Old Jen, how are you doing? I hope everything is fine. God bless you. I send the Reverend Frank Piagizi. Lord bless you and increases oil even on your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus, Lena, Esther, Gapila, God bless you. The Lord bless you and favor you. In Jesus' mighty name. Nanata Sewa, God bless you and increases oil even on your life. In Jesus' mighty name. Isaac, Buama, Wati, God bless you and favor you greatly. In Jesus' name. Jennifer, I thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you strong. My son, Sami Inchi, I hope you are doing well. God bless you and favor you greatly. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Chris said greetings from India. God bless you, Chris. May the hand of the Lord touch you and open greater doors even for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you. God bless you, Chris. The Lord is releasing an anointing on your life. It is an anointing for healing and also for the teaching of God's word. I saw the Lord opening a door and I saw that you entered into the door. I also entered. All of a sudden, I saw myself in a Bible college and I saw that you were teaching as a lecturer in that Bible college. The Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you He's releasing an anointing on your life and He's going to open that great door for you. I saw you teaching. Then I'm a Bible college teacher. Wow! Then get ready. I see a strong healing anointing that the Lord is releasing upon your life. It is going to be massive and the Lord will even open doors for you saw you traveling from one country to the other at this time i saw that they had ordained you as a bishop get ready god is going to do greater things wow you see the healing graces on your life glory to jesus they are going to ordain you as a bishop and god will open doors for you especially to a place like canada and that which the lord has purposed for your life will surely be made manifest in jesus precious mighty name amen before the end of the year, we'll be coming to India, okay? So, um, Apostle Chris, um, get, get ready. Before the end of the year, we'll be coming to India for missions. And the Lord will do amazing things over there. I'm waiting to partner with you to do greater works for God, even in India. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. And please, if you are in Ghana and you want to join us, go. We'll fast for 40 days dry, no water, no food before we go. Hallelujah. So if you, if you are not able to complete the fast, you cannot join us. Thank you very much. Lady Purple, we are going. We are going. What is fasting? We are going. We are going. Now in Nam. Share. They're going for missions. 
Aleluya. Hey, we are going for missions. We busy. Hey, also any cobra. Me and come on. You know any echo. I feel the also. Me saw the light and I said, you know any echo. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Dr. Livingstone said, um, wow, he's also from South India. Dr. Livingstone, may the hand of the Lord be strong upon you. God is opening the heavens for you and he's empowering you. I see a similar dimension of God's grace on your life also. And I saw you, God is going to use you in a glorious dimension. It's in the same way of healing. In the same way of healing. I see a lot of, I see crusades. And I saw you ministering over there. I saw the Lord using you to heal the sick. The Lord is using you to heal the sick. The Lord said, get ready. He's about to do glorious things. He said, I'm doing crusades. Wow, you do crusades. The Lord will do glorious things in your life. And the Lord is speaking to me to tell you that he's going to connect you even to some people in the political sector to support the ministry. I see in the spirit realm that God is going to link you to some people in the political sector and they will support your ministry and they will be of help to you and God will do glorious things even in your life. I see you writing a lot of books, a lot of Christian books. I see you writing a lot of Christian books and he will do glorious things even for your life. It's a confirmation, right? Wow, may the heavens open above you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the oil of God's grace that causes a man even to be lifted in higher places, let that oil rest upon you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May you take over the whole place of South India and you will do glorious things even for God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Apostle Raja, you are also from India. God bless you. May the anointing of the Lord increase on your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord says that he will fulfill his will in your destiny. And his hand is coming so strong given upon you. I saw in the spirit realm that the angel of the Lord has lifted me. And when the angel lifted me, I was taken straight to a certain place. And where I am standing, the angel of the Lord told me, This place is Mumbai. And when the angel told me it is Mumbai, he told me, That is where your nativity is actually from. And the Spirit of the Lord ministered to me and said, I should pray for you and release the unction. Mumbai is confirmed. That is where your nativity is connected to. The Lord whispered into my ears and said, I should tell you to get ready because I see a strong hand of God that is on your life. A strong hand of God that is on your life. I don't know why all of a sudden I entered into a place and the place that I entered into looked to me in my vision like a place where they are having church service. When I got there, I saw you holding a microphone and you were leading the people. But the place was small. 
and the number of people over there out outweighed even the, the the size of the of the room so i saw some of the people even outside the building and whilst i'm standing there i am looking this fan this fan that looks like a stand fan is it the head part of the stand fan that mostly they you know they screw it to the wall so that it will just be blowing i saw a lot of those kind of fans on the walls even of that building and the spirit of the lord ministered to me and said that that place is small and is about to open the heavens for you even to build a bigger auditorium and the lord will do glorious things even with your life and the spirit of the lord also ministered to me that i should release his anointing because all of a sudden i saw two girls I saw two girls right now and the angel of the Lord told me that one of the girls is going to be a prophetess just like her mother and one of the girls is also going to be a medical doctor and the angel of the Lord told me that these girls look to me in my vision like your children but the hand of the Lord is coming upon them and God is going to do glorious things even with their lives the Lord is also speaking to me your wife is carrying a certain prophetic seed in her. She's a prophetess. And I see that everything that has to do with her prophetic starts in dreams. And she dreams, when she dreams, it is so, so on point. The angel of the Lord is telling me that things are about to move to a higher level in visions. said, my elder daughter is a prophet and the younger daughter is a doctor. Just look at that. We'll be coming to India by the end of the, the, the year. So, man of God, tell all your people that we are coming. We are coming to, we are coming to pray. We will dance to the tune of some Indian songs. We will we'll, we'll come and dance with Shaka and Jua. <laughs> Hallelujah. May the hand of the Lord be strong upon your life. Man of God, the Lord is connecting you to help us. Okay? The Lord is connecting you to help us. Because I see that for some time now, financially, things have become a bit tough. But the Lord is ministering to me that he's about to show you great mercy. And he's connecting a lot of people who are helpers to you. And they will help you. I see a big land that you are building a big church auditorium on it. The Lord said, get ready. You have been praying to God even to build a very big church because I saw that it used to be at a certain place it's like a different town and you left there to another town and since you left there to that new town things have become a little bit slow but the Lord is ministering to me that is about to release his favor even upon your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I heard the name of a town it sounds some way but it looks like the thing starts with T-H, something, something like that. But the hand of God is about to do glorious things even in your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Get ready, man of God. The Lord has spoken, and so shall it be. I'm a merry baby, said. I'm also schooling in India. Wow. Any India, Uncle
Ama, I'm praying for you, okay? The Lord is going to touch you and open greater doors for your life. I don't know, but I don't know why I'm hearing something like Punjab, Punjab, or something like that. But spiritually, I saw him in the spirit realm have entered into the clouds. All of a sudden, we appeared at a place. And where we appeared, the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me that I should release his grace upon your life. Because I'm looking at you writing something like a project work. That's where you did your bachelor's. Punjab. I'm in India. I'm in India. My goodness. I'm in India. I'm telling you, I'm in India. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you there is a strong grace on your life and the Lord is about to fulfill something that your mother has been praying about. Because I'm looking at a woman and she's praying and her prayer is that you will complete school and get a job. But the woman is praying that you will not stay in India. Because I see in the spirit that the prayers of the woman is that God will open a door for you to either go to Canada or US or any place in Europe. The spirit of the Lord is ministering to me that your mother's prayer has been answered because I see a door about to open for you even in Canada. Because I saw in the spirit realm you were traveling even from India to Canada. And when I saw you entered into a hospital in Canada, and when you entered into that hospital, you were holding a certain certificate in your hand. And you told them that you are a doctor. And they said, which doctor? And they said, you are a doctor of pharmacy. And they gave you a certain place in the hospital to control the entire pharmaceutical section. And I saw you were controlling the whole side. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you to get ready. For a great door is about to open for you. Anything that will be in the form of delay in the area of your thesis, because I'm looking at something that has to do with thesis. Thesis. You are doing masters of pharmacy. I'm seeing something that has to do with thesis, delaying you, and you are so worried about that. But the Lord is ministering to me that I should pray for you. He's about to release His grace even upon your life, and whatever He has said concerning you will surely come to pass in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will complete even your thesis by the help of God and a new door of traveling will open for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the will of God be established. May God heal you from every health condition in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Every health condition that you are battling with, may the hand of the Lord touch you and heal you right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will do well. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. Wow. We are in India. We are in India. We are in India. We in India. Hey, Kaswa. nativity You have thrown away your mother's land. Please be in India. Me free wa me to aswako Canada. If you 
Canada and so straight to the US. How do you draw me maybe? You should not have seen me home from Siaka US. No, I'm family, baby, and Uncle Kahua, Betty, and I said, Samasi. Wow, I'm a merry baby. It is done. It is done. It is done. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. May I do my free Ghana will soon soon means I'm not Ghana. Those of you in the diaspora, Shalom. I'm coming. So we say, Papa Ghana is your mother. I know it's my mother. That's why it's not my land. Media. <laughs> Amen. But you're not teaching services. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, we give God praise. My mother. Amen. Hallelujah. Someone said, You come back, there. we are here with. Is he a moon in a beck? Some cake and I'm crying. Move on, Chile. Hallelujah. Some cake. You die, you know, must say penalties in your dear Dina. A more background, a more mobile. Me a soft man can't be just. Simple statement. Who be na masen? Huh? Yeah. Someone say I'm back to Ghana. Yini, see yini, yini sunqua. All right. God bless you, people of God. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Land of possibilities, I'm back. I you, your Land of possibilities, and I want to pray for you, Ati. Radisimen Kanche Ose. Nipabonifubio Wukunufiel. A opese ode. Issues be better or health. Yes, I are in a command. Oh, yes, you Anybody in your husband's house who is trying to attack your health right now by the power of the Holy Ghost, I command that sickness to go back to the sender in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hmm. Please, if you are in the UK, Mr. Mopa, I don't know why the Lord showed me this. Water, like a river. And all of a sudden, its color changed to red. And all of a sudden, I saw the flag of the United Kingdom. And the angel of the Lord said, we should pray. 
for those in the UK. There is something that is, I don't know, but at the end, I quite to say people will drink water and they'll start developing issues. I don't know how that thing is going to be done, but me who say they'll start coughing, start having serious issues in their bodies. But then the whole thing is linked to a certain water. But if you are here, may the Lord protect you. You are exempted by the superior blood of Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, your lives are preserved in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And I want to pray for those in Australia also. I saw the flag of Australia and as I was looking at the flag I saw that almost half of it had bent I saw almost half of the the flag had actually bent off and I asked the angel of the Lord and he said we should pray for those in Australia because if we don't pray there is a certain kind of fire outbreak that is going to be massive and this whole thing is going to be in a certain dimension of a certain temperature that will that will hit because I see a certain temperature almost crossing 55, almost crossing 55 degrees, entering into 60. And I saw things started burning on their own accord. It was serious. The Lord said we should pray. Lord said we should pray. Father, we pray for those in Australia. Preserve their lives in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let there be divine preservation in Jesus' precious mighty name. If you know anybody in Vietnam, if you know anybody in Vietnam, we need to pray. I see a serious flamp that is sweeping across Vietnam. And if we don't pray, if we don't pray, I saw buildings collapsing and roads were even covered with water. We pray. Anybody you know that is in Vietnam, may the preservation of the law be upon that person in Jesus' precious mighty name. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We pray for Ghana in the name of Jesus. We overthrow that evil attack of LGBTQ. It will never be established in this nation. In Jesus' mighty name. Any man or woman any group of people that will try to take money underground and bring this thing to the nation, may God expose them and may the wrath of God come upon them and their families in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The nation Ghana is preserved in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Alleluia. Oh, we pray for the United States of America. We pray for the United States of America. We pray for the United States of America. A certain revival is about to begin. There is a wind that is blowing in a place they call Texas. A wind is blowing in Texas. And it's a wind of revival. It's a wind of revival. God is about to raise apostolic people who will stand. Texas, Texas, Texas. If you are in Texas, get ready. There is going to be a rain of revival that will come even upon that state, Texas. And the Lord will do glorious things. The Lord will do glorious things in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It will start in a place they call Houston. It will start in a place they call Houston. A group of Nigerians will gather in prayer. And I see that God will begin to do greater things. God will begin to do greater things in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, let your will be established. Oh, we thank you for the nations. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray for the UK. We pray for Manchester. We pray for Leeds. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Any Islamic agenda that will try to bring riot in Manchester. Mighty God, we overthrow that agenda in the name of Jesus. Any Islamic agenda that will bring riot in Manchester, let it be overthrown in the name of Jesus. I saw a certain riot on the streets of Manchester. I saw a certain riot and it was between Muslims and some people who were part Christians and part of them were just normal people. I saw a riot that was happening on the streets of Manchester in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may the hand of the Lord be lifted. May the hand of the Lord be lifted in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We pray for the nations. 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 We stand on this exalted altar of Yahweh and we make declarations that the Lord will fulfill his will for the nations. The devil will not take charge of the nations in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Fulfill your will, mighty God, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah.
Can you all hear me, please? All right, all right, all right. Um, this evening is teaching service, but look at the place that you've allowed the Holy Ghost to take us to. Hmm? Sanzu, Sanzu. Sanzu, I'm praying for you, okay? The hand of the Lord is coming upon you. There is a prophetic grace on your life. A prophetic grace on your life. And the Lord is releasing that grace on your destiny. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Sanzu, you said you are, you are from Malaysia, right? All right. May the hand of the Lord be strong upon you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There's a strong hand of God that is coming upon your life. And the Lord says that he's empowering you even to fulfill that assignment. And I'm praying for your health because I see you are battling with a certain health problem. I'm seeing you are battling with a certain health problem. The Lord said I should pray for you. That condition is gone. There is an issue, I don't know, there's an issue that we need to pray against. There is an issue we need to pray against because I'm looking at an x-ray. I'm looking at an x-ray result. And they are actually talking about something that has to do with the lungs, around the lungs area. The Lord is touching you right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I curse any health condition from your life in Jesus precious mighty you are healed you prophesy and you do greater works for God in Jesus precious mighty name amen God bless you Sanzu God bless you God bless you hallelujah wow I think today the Lord is touching the the Asians and the Indians Wow, it's 4.30 a.m. over there. Wow. 4.30 a.m. Wow. That's great. That's great. May the preservation of the Lord be upon you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And next, please, we are going to India. We are going to India for missions. So please, um, I will let you all know when God will agree for us to go. And so, if you want to join us, I told you already, 40 days dry fast. No water, no food for, for the 40 days. And then um, we'll go. Hallelujah. Because we are going to destroy Krishna. We are going to destroy Buddha. We are going to destroy a whole lot of things. Like what God did with Paul in Ephesus. You can't go there with any trees of Banku or Gobe in your system. Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. So, see, you're pro-mumu. You should be a free mumu, you are near empty. Hallelujah. 
Memshak, you are there. He said the journey is only for skeletons. You are deep. You are deep. Yeah. We have to tend to dry bones. Hallelujah. Now she said she will join us. Nice one. Nice one. That's great. But you know, Moswati Kakra to Semino. Yana Matumbuasi Kakra. Hallelujah. Because one to Mumbuasia, and we are in the twenty fifth day of the dry fasting. Now, and from Edewoko. Then so, young Pesa. Hallelujah. Amen. I know what I'm talking about. See? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Alright, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. people of God for some time now we've been handling the matter of the chemistry of God and I believe that um, we have all had the foundational knowledge of the chemistry of God so um, if I go back to do a kind of recap um, it will take much more of our time so basically we understood that when we speak of chemistry we are actually talking about um, the changes we are talking about the constitution or the constituents or the components of a certain kind of matter and the changes that it undergoes are you following good so when you take a pen for instance um you you all can bear with me that um, pen is matter because scientifically we were told that matter is anything that has weight and occupies space and we all know that that pen has a weight it can also occupy a particular space and also because of that we have come to understand that matter can also um, be Categorized into three main, um, let me say, dimensions, which we have the solid, the liquid, and the gas. But then, when you pick any dimension of matter, it has constituents. There are certain things that make up that matter. So, when you pick water, for instance, water can be normal liquid, which we drink. It can also be gas or vapor at the same time it can also be ice which is solid now the constituents 
or that which make up the water has not necessarily changed. But then, there are certain things between the molecules of the water known as forces. So we have the Van der Waals force, we have the polar forces. You know, those of you who did chemistry understand what I'm talking about. These things, actually, we have the covalent bonds, God bless you, that actually um, make up all these things. Hallelujah. So the reason why one dimension of water is ice, another dimension is liquid, and another dimension is gas, is actually based on what is happening between the molecules that make up the water. Now, the changes in the state of that water is also a chemistry studies. Are you getting it? Good. Now, we understood that man, human being, was made in a certain state. But then, man sinned, and when man sinned, he changed from that state to a different state. Now, that change actually speaks of a chemistry over there. Now, we need to know what was in the man that made the man the original dimension that God made him, and what was actually in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that made the state of man to change. Because the Bible said, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means that at first we were full of God's glory. But when we sinned, we fell short of the glory of God. So this nature that we see ourselves in, this your physical body that you see, is a fallen body. It is not the original body that God actually made. But then, even this fallen one has a certain dimension of God that God is using as a foundation even to bring you back to the zenith of the dimension he has prepared for us to become. Are you following? This is the reason why I normally say God did not create us to be human beings. When we fell, we became humans. We were not originally humans. We were men, but not humans. So there's a slight difference between a man and a human. The Bible, even in the book of Daniel chapter 2, Daniel called Archangel Gabriel the man Gabriel. Gabriel is a man. But his man, the dimension of his manhood is not human. Are you getting it? So we were men, but we were not human. When we fell, we became human. But God is bringing us from that human state to the place of the glorious man. That is called the perfect man. That is what the Bible said. So the word of the Lord said, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. So we are growing from a human to a perfect man. We are are going to be men, but then not human, but a perfect man. At that point, we had grown to the fullness of the stature of the measure of Christ. Are you getting it? Great. So that is where God is bringing all of us into. So we need to take note of that. Now, what then is the difference between the human and the perfect man? Because if God is changing us from the human state 
to the perfect man state, then something must happen in this our physical bodies. And that is the main reason why the Lord gave us the Holy Spirit. So the, according to the word of God, the Holy Spirit is just a down payment of that glory we are about to receive. Man of God, God bless you, Apostle. Lord bless you, sir. Hallelujah. Are you following? Great. 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 So we should just understand that this physical body, this your physical body you see, is not the original body God prepared for you. Even though it has a dimension of God in it. When we come to the biology of God, I will explain every part of you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet that speaks about God. But then, it does not reveal the totality of God. It is because there is a high resistance in this, your body. That is the reason why the things you want to do, you can't do them. It is only those that you don't want to do that you find yourself doing them all the time. When you say you will never sin again, you will end up lying on the bed of Atajwa. When you say you will never sin again, that is the moment you find yourself doing unnecessary things. Are you following? It is because there is a resistance in this body. And the, the resistance in this body is as a result of the constituents or what make up this physical body. Are you getting it? So what God is going to do is that he is going to change the chemical composition of this physical body. Because when we look at this physical body, about 63% of this your body is made up of oxygen. Oxygen makes up about 63% of your human body. Then carbon comes next. Then we have hydrogen, we have nitrogen, then other elements also come in. Meanwhile, according to the original plan that God made Adam into, the human body was not oxygen. It was made of pure gold with a certain dimension of an element called silicon. And the purpose of the silicon in the human body as a then was that it made the body hard and then also it made the body transparent like glass in a way that it can reflect the very light of God and the light of God speaks of the glory of God so man was originally made to reveal God to reveal God's glory we were made to reveal glory but then right now if I hold torchlight and I own the torchlight and I throw the light on you, it will never reflect. I hope you know that. The light will never be reflected on anything. Rather, it will either be absorbed. Meanwhile, that was not how things were supposed to be. When God shines his light, Adam was supposed to reflect the light of God. So we were reflectors 
in the heavenly realms of God. But now, we have become absorbers. And even when we absorb it, we can't even manifest it. So problem has come. The problem is that we have changed from the original dimension that God made us from to a different dimension altogether. Such that even when we close your nose and your mouth for five minutes, you can die. How possible? This was not how things were supposed to be. Because if you don't get oxygen, your spirit soul being that carries your assignment can depart from your body. And when your spirit soul being depart from your body, it is called death. You can't fulfill destiny again because the destiny of man is only fulfilled in this physical body which we have been, we have fallen into. Are you following? So, with this basic understanding, the Lord granted us understanding also into what we call the priesthood. And we understood that God made the body of Adam with precious stones and also ornaments. Now, in the ancient times, certain things were considered precious and expensive. And these things that were considered precious and expensive were metals, certain kind of metals, and also certain kind of stones and certain kind of pearls. I told you that those kind of metals were mostly known as native elements. Native elements. Now, when we speak of native elements, we are actually talking about elements that can be taken raw from the earth or from their main source without them having any other elements joined to them. So if it is gold, it is purely gold. If it is diamond, it is purely diamond. There is no other element attached to it. Because when another element is attached to it, it does not become an element again. It becomes a compound. This one I'm breaking it down. Even if you don't like science, you have to understand. Are you listening to me? It's so simple for you to understand this one. I've broken the thing down for everybody to understand it. Amen. What a business person will see and just blink their eye. A scientist will see and open their eyes, want to understand what is in it. That's the difference between a scientist and a business person. That's the difference between a scientist and an economist. The economist will sit down and use a certain part of their brain to understand. And so now, looking at the way and the demand and the supply and the things and this and that and this and that and this. Now they will come out and tell us that economics is science. Said a cause is science. You said a cause is science. We are learning chemistry. You are saying ish, ish, ish. Learn. Say a cause is science. So science. You can't run. Even right now, those whom economics will, because they said economics is science, they Instead of economics, 
they replaced it with science. So they don't even call themselves home accounts. They said home science. Home science. We are all learning. So follow us. When you put stew in the refrigerator for two weeks and it doesn't get spoiled, what causes that? What is in the refrigerator that is touching the stew for it to be removed? without any kind of spoilage. Some will say home science. Yeah, core science. Some say the bacteria has been rendered inactive sick of the temperature. Nice one. Now, you are, you are, you are showing that you understand what you are, you are stating. But then let me, let me probe further. How does the temperature affect the bacteria? So what type of bacteria is that? Well, there are so many kinds of bacteria, you know that. We have a certain group of organisms who are bacteria, and they are known as thermophiles. Those ones, even in microwave, they will survive. Some of them too, at, at a higher freezing point, they will still survive. So what is happening here? Home science, Thank God for the home science people. Even right now, visual arts people they do chemistry. Yeah. One of my brothers, he studied visual arts in, in, in senior high school. He did chemistry. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, so we understood that God used certain elements to create things. And we said some of the elements are known as native elements. These native elements are elements that we pick them straight from their, their source 
and they do not have any other elements mixed with them. Are you following? And aside that, we said some of these native elements are metals. Are you following? Some of these native elements are metals. Let's read something from the book of Numbers chapter 31, verse 21. Numbers chapter 31, verse 21. All right, can you all hear me, please? Are you all there? Good. Now, the Bible said, And Eliezer the priest said unto the men of war, which went to the baron, This is the ordinance of the law, which the Lord commanded Moses. Verse 22. Only the gold and the silver, the brass, the iron, the tin, and the lead, everything that may abide the fire, ye shall make it go through the fire, and it shall be clean. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the water of separation, and all that abideth not the fire, ye shall make go through the water. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, now, according to this scripture, the priest, the high priest Eliezer, can you all hear me please? Good. The high priest Eliezer is saying that there are certain elements, and he began to make mention of them. He said, this is the ordinance of God. And the ordinance of God is that there are certain elements. One of them is gold, the other silver, brass, the iron, the tin, and the lead. He said any element of any of these that can withstand fire. And we all know, biblically, fire stands for judgment. That means that any of these that can withstand judgment he said let them pass through fire and he said there are others too that cannot stand fire take them through water so he's actually speaking of purification here but then he's speaking of two dimensions of purification a kind of purification that is done by fire and a kind of purification that is done by water are you following now he said the things that can be purified by fire are things that can stand judgment or things that can stand fire and he made mention of some of them he made mention of the gold the silver the brass the iron the tin and the lead now 
these are very 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 important things we should not just look at them to be oh no good no they are very very prophetic and they carry mysteries about god can i show you something do you know that many years ago when the earth was infested with the devil's plot during the time of noah when all the men on this world on this earth and in this world had their hearts far away from god their hearts were wicked the only thing that god used to purify the earth was water i hope you, you remember that purification of the earth with water the earth is still manifesting a certain dimension of death so in God there are two main dimensions of purification and one is by water the other is by fire that is why in the end to come when Jesus descends God is going to purify the earth again but this time around not with water but with fire Now listen to what I'm saying. I said, purify. Are you listening to me? Purify. I'm not those evangelists who come and tell you that we are saying, Listen to what the Bible is saying. God is not coming to consume the world. He's coming to purify it. Are you listening to me? And when God releases his fire, what will happen is that the fire will change the elements. The elements that make up the things we see in this world. God will burn those elements. And whilst God is burning them, it will be bringing out the original element that made up the universe from the beginning because according to the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 20 the Bible said from verse 19 and 20 Romans chapter 8 verse Romans chapter 8, verse 19 and 20. Even to 21. The Bible said, For the next expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Now you see, the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. What is the manifestation of the sons of God? Now the Bible says, when we read it from the International Standard Version, it reads, For the creation is eagerly awaiting. Can you all hear me please? Good. Good. So very check your side. He said, 
For the creation is eagerly awaiting the revelation of God's children. That means we are the children of God, but then we have not yet been revealed. Are you listening to me? We have not yet been revealed. Just as Jesus was walking on the earth, he was Jesus to the people, but the Christ in him had not yet been revealed because it was the Christ that was in him that was the very Son of God. So the whole creation, according to the word of God, they are waiting for the manifestation, for the, for the apocalypse, for the phanerosis of the sons of God, that the children of God will be revealed, that the Christ in us will be made manifest. Now listen, when this happens, it is not only us that will be changed. The entire creation will be changed because when Adam fell, everything fell. That is the most important thing you need to understand in this world. Else you will not understand how the systems of this world operate. So the Bible said in verse 20, For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly. Let me read it from the ISV. He says, Because the creation has become subject to futility, though not by anything it did. The one who subjected it did so in the certainty that the creation itself would also be set free from corruption, from corrupting bondage in order to share the glorious freedom of God's children. So the day that Jesus will descend, that we shall be changed for us to receive our glorious bodies, every creation and all the creatures will also change. Because when man fell, they all fell. They were all subject to vanity. But when we are changing, they will also change. That is why they are crying that, Oh Lord, let the sons of God manifest. So that the manifestation of the sons of God will also be the freedom of creation. So now when you go to Antoine River, somebody can use the river Antoine to curse another brother. And the river is obliged by the strong hand of demonic works to kill the brother meanwhile that was not the purpose for which god made antoine are you getting my point people can even curse and say when it rains and you pass through the rain thunder will strike you and you will die that is not the purpose of thunder but because the creation has been subjected to vanity it is being used to do that which it was not made for. It is the same way. Because we have fallen, we are being forced to do what we don't want to do. But then we don't have freedom because the only freedom we need is the Christ that is in us. And when the Christ that is in us shows forth, when the Christ that is in us reveals himself, when the Christ that is in us manifests, that is when we will be totally free from this bondage. And then the whole creation will also be set free. How will the creation be set free? Let me show you what Peter said. In the book of 2 Peter, chapter 3, verse 10 to 12. 2 Peter, chapter 3, 
verse 10 to 12. Now, this is what Peter is saying. He said, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Now, when we speak of the day of the Lord, we know that the day when the Lord Jesus will descend with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the last trumpet call of God. That day, the Bible said, it will, it will come like a thief in the night. Now, we all know that according to the book of 2 Thessalonians, we, we are not children of darkness. So we are not the children of the night. We are the children of the day. So when the day of the Lord comes, we too will come. I don't know if you are getting my point. So, second, so Colossians chapter 3 verse 4, the Bible says that when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him. So when Jesus is descending, it is not like a thief to the believer. It is like a thief to the one who is in darkness, the unsaved person, the unbeliever. But to us, we are even waiting because that day is our wedding day. It is the day we are going to get married to our Lord Jesus. It is the day the Lord will put crowns on our head. It is the marriage ceremony even of the Lamb. We are waiting for the groom. No woman, no bride. Hears of the coming of the husband-to-be and she's crying. Never. It doesn't happen. When you hear that Jesus is coming and you are afraid, you have received a wrong theology. We need to pray for you. And we need to help you understand what the word of God actually says. Are you listening to me? So these evangelists will stand on the roadside. And they will be preaching. Tell me what the whole mouth. Oh yes we know. There is judgment. But do you know the judgment? Let me tell you. We all will not be judged the same way. That God will mix Christians and unbelievers. No free will be our one one. Where did you learn that thing from? In fact, the judgment of the Christians is separate from the judgment of the unbelievers. And when God brings all the believers together they are called the congregation of the saints it is known as the judgment that is what we call the bima seat of christ we shall all appear before the bima seat of christ where we shall receive our glorious bodies the glorious bodies we are going to receive is actually the reward the judgment that God will give to us based on what we did with the Holy Ghost in this, our futile body. Are you listening to me? I've thought on this before, so I'm just doing a quick recap so that we all will understand. Nice one. So now Peter is telling us how the whole creation will change when Jesus appears. He said, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the element shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Now, 
when you hear this scripture, don't think like the way the evangelist preach. First, ask yourself, what is the element? Are you following? There is going to be a certain fire. Now, that fire is for purification. God will send the fire and the fire will purify us and take away all the impurities out of the earth. So verse 12, he said, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. God is going to cause a change. The elements are going to change because they have already been subject to vanity. Everything is going to be changed. And at that moment, the heavens and the earth, God is going to bring forth what we call the new heavens and the new earth. Now, that does not mean that the heaven where the throne of God is will, 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 change, will pass away. No, that's not what it means. What it simply means is that God is going to change things from the very core so that the earth and the heaven will fuse together. And the fusing together of the heavens and the earth is going to be called the new heaven and the new earth. So at that point, things are going to be like the way man was in the Garden of Eden, where he was standing at the junction of heaven and earth. So wherever the man was standing, he could see heaven and he could see the earth. Are you following? Good. So this is what God is going to do. The elements are going to change. They are going to move away. And the Lord will spring forth a new dimension of the heavens and the earth. And we are going to dwell with the Lord and be like him. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Now with this understanding, we are now trying to look into how this body is going to change. Now we understood that from the dimension of the priesthood, there are native elements. We have stones, precious stones, and we have pearls. I explained this. I told you where we got the pearls from. I told you the pearls were mostly gotten from the shells of certain animals who dwell in the waters. And we have precious stones also. Now, the difference between the precious stones and the native elements are that precious stones are a mixture of elements, but native elements are they are just one element on their own accord. I don't know if you are getting my point. Are you getting it? Good. So, for example, when you pick a certain precious stone like sardius, for instance, sardius is a mixture of elements. You have silicon inside, you have even oxygen inside, you have a whole lot of things. The other elements that make up the sardius. But when you speak of gold, 
gold is pure gold. There are no other, and it's just only one element that is gold. So whenever you pick an element and it's just standing on its own, it is called a native element. But then the precious stones are a mixture of other elements. And we have the pearls also. They are also a mixture of elements. Are you following? Nice one. Now, we got to know that there was a certain young man in heaven by the name Hillel, which in Latin we call him Lucifer. This guy, according to the book of Ezekiel chapter 28, the guy was made with nine precious stones. Nine precious stones. Now, these nine precious stones actually revealed the assignment of Lucifer in heaven. Now, we came to the book of Exodus chapter 28, and we understood that when God was telling the priests of Israel to even prepare a certain holy garment for beauty and for glory, he told them that they should put 12 precious stones in the garment of the priest. 12 precious stones. Now, we now understood that nine of the precious stones that were among the 12 were the stones that were used to make Lucifer's body. So why is it that the priest had 12 stones and nine of those stones were the same stones that were used to make Lucifer's body. That means there is a certain commonality, there is a certain kind of similarity that is between the work of the priests and even of Lucifer. Just that the priest had 12 stones and Lucifer had nine. So the priest had three more than that of Lucifer. And we understood the three and why Lucifer didn't have the three. But then, I want us to understand something here. What does each of these stones stand for? And what does God achieve in each of these stones? That is the message. When we are done, we move on to a new message. We try to understand um, into details the rivers of the Bible. We understand the trees of the Bible from the chemical point and perspective. Hallelujah. The Lord will help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, I told you that when the light of God shines in the temple which is in heaven, it is Lucifer's body that used to reflect that light. So he was known as the light bearer. He would bear the light and the light will reflect. But then, how he bears the light is through the nine precious stones that, he, that was used to make up his body. Are you following? So when the light of God shines and it hits the stone called Sadios, there is what it does in heaven. What does the Sadio stone reflect about God? What does it reveal about God? That is what we want to learn. Hallelujah.
So even in the most holy place, when the high priest stands before the Ark of the Covenant, and all of a sudden the Shekinah glory, the light of God shines, even on the mercy seat between the two cherubim, the, the cherubim, what happens is that the light shines and it touches the, the stones that are in the priest's garment and it begins to reflect. It reveals a certain dimension. When the Shekinah glory hits upon the Sabio stone, it reveals a certain dimension of God. What is the dimension of God that is revealed even from the Sabio stone? Now we understood that the word Sadios is actually from the Hebrew word Odem. Odem. Which also means, which has a root word Adam. Are you following? Good. Now, please. God willing, um, next week, when we are continuing this message, everybody should download the Hebrew alphabet chart. Are you listening to me? Because we have to take some of the Hebrew alphabets to understand some of these things in their proper rendition. So you can go to, um, just go to the Google search engine. And just type Hebrew alphabets and their meanings. Go to images. You can just download some of them. So every alphabet in Hebrew has a picture. There's what we call the pictograph. Every alphabet has a picture. What it stands for. And it has a meaning. And it has also a number allocated to it. So in Hebrew, when you mention the first letter, which is Aleph. Aleph is the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Aleph stands for many things. Unlike the way we say A and A stands for A. And we just try to get any other thing that starts with A to connect to A stands for Apple. B stands for Masa. That's not how the Hebrew people think. Are you listening to me? Good. Bullet man, God bless you. So that is the Hebrew, the first Hebrew letter or the first Hebrew alphabet, which is Aleph. And Aleph means first. Aleph means first. Are you following? And the picture that stands for Aleph. It's like an ox, the head of an ox. But the true meaning of Aleph, which is the first letter, is first or beginning. It can also mean God, because in Hebrew, God can say, I am the Aleph and the Tav. The Tav actually is the last Hebrew 
alphabet. Are you following? So in Hebrew, God will say, I am the Aleph Tav. But in Greek, He will say, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Alpha is the first Greek alphabet. And Omega is the last. But when you come to Hebrew, Aleph is the first. And Tav, T-A-V, is the last. I don't know if you are getting it. These are basic things we all need to know. So when Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, don't think it is something strange. It's just an alphabet. So Alpha hour means the hour of the beginning. Or the, the first hour. The beginning hour. Alpha hour. <laughs> I don't know if I get in it. Are you all following? Good. So we'll do a, a, a simple um Hebrew studies, at least a Bible in a to understand because you see most of the old testament scriptures were written according to the culture of the jews and these people were hebrews if you don't if we don't understand things from their perspective your back scriptures are boom that's why in the afternoon i told you there was something called rightly dividing the word of truth we need to know that which is in the culture of the jews and we need to know that which is in the culture of the greeks me to understand a whole lot of things so i did a certain course in harvard university and they taught us something about christianity through its scriptures and i learned how whenever christianity gets to any society the culture of that society changes the way that christianity is supposed to be practiced that is why when you even come to africa it looks like our Christianity is in a certain way, a bit different from the Western people. Because we try to chip in our cultural values and our cultural things and beliefs and traditions into Christianity. And that's what destroys a lot of things. Exactly. Are you getting it? May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Good. So now, the first stone that was found in Lucifer's body and also found in the priest's garment is the stone Sadios. Sadios stone. And I told you the word Sadios means Odem. Which has the root word Adam. Adam. And that word then means flesh or humanity. Flesh or humanity. Flesh or humanity. Now, if you look at the Sadio stone, if you go to Google search and you search for the Sadio stone, it looks like the flesh of man. If we if we peel off your skin, the next part of you, which is your, your flesh, looks like 
sell your flesh in the city. That's how the Sardius stone looks like. Are you, are you getting it? And in fact, in the ancient times, when somebody is bleeding profusely, maybe somebody has had a cut and the person is bleeding, and you have tried everything and the bleeding is not stopping, what they do is that they will put a sardio stone on the cut area. Immediately, the bleeding will cease. Zamuko hmm, Severetis. Hmm, hmm. I want somebody to enter into the spirit realm and tell us this. Now, if this Sadio stone carries that kind of power and it stands for flesh, it stands for Adam, humanity, what does it reveal about God? When the light of God shines on the Sadio stone that is in the priest garment and it begins to glow, what dimension of God does the Sadio stone reveal? Mm-hmm. Can somebody help us? Okay, let me ask the question again. But then, in a, in a certain way, I said, the, if the Sadio stone stands for humanity and the flesh, when the light of God shines on the Sadio stone and it begins to reflect, it is revealing a certain dimension of God. What dimension of God will the Sadio stone reveal? Somebody said healing. Hmm. Somebody said, God's human nature. Are you getting this one? In fact, it was revealing a certain dimension of God that even Lucifer himself did not understand. Because the very secret of that dimension was in before creation, was in the dimension before creation. So whenever the light of God shines on the Sadio stone, what it is revealing is that God, at a point, he will come to this earth as a human. He will be in the flesh. Because the people of God had flesh and blood according to the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. The Bible said, Therefore, since the children have flesh and blood, he himself also shared the same things so that by his death he might destroy the one who has the power of death 
That is the devil. Now let me tell you this. You see? <laughs> now, this thing actually links with a certain prophecy that God gave to Lucifer when he caused man to fall. When man fell in the book of Genesis chapter 3, Verse 14, that was, the Bible said, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly thou shalt go, and the dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Verse 15, And I will put enmity between your seed, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. Are you getting it? And it shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Now listen to this carefully. God spoke this to the devil. He said, because you have caused man to fall, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to, you are cursed among all animals. And from today, the dust of the ground will be your food. And then, I am going to put enmity between you and the woman. So there is going to be a certain kind of enmity between the devil and the woman. Not all that. God also said, I'm going to put another enmity between you, the devil, your seed, and the woman's seed. So we have two dimensions of enmity here. The one between the devil, the serpent, and the woman, and the one between the serpent's seed and the woman's seed. Now, this word that God declared to the devil it made the devil so wild he knew that definitely a seed will come out of a woman now if a seed will come out of a woman that seed has an assignment God said the assignment of the seed is that it will bruise the head of the serpent said you it will strike you on the head now we know the way to kill a serpent is to strike its head. That means that Jesus, who is going to be the seed that will come, will come and kill the devil. But before he kills the devil, the devil will bite his heel. Why his heel? And why bite him? What is the sign of the heel? This one is an assignment I'm giving to everybody. Why will the serpent bruise or strike the heel of the seed? And what does the heel stand for? Not high heels. high heels are You can't use heel. Are you listening to me? From that day, the devil started looking for that seed. In fact, he did not even know <laughs> that there was a dimension in him called the Sadio Stone. That was part of his makeup. That was already speaking that mystery. 
but he didn't understand. He was just a light bearer. He didn't have understanding into the deepest part of the light. Because when it comes to that sadius stone, that is the first stone. And it is speaking of a certain higher mystery. And that higher mystery was speaking of the coming of God in the flesh to die to save humanity. Now, this dimension of God, God even manifested it before the foundations of the world. You remember that God turned himself into a lamb and he killed himself and shed his blood from the foundations of the world. Now, when before the world began, before Lucifer was even created, God had already shed his blood. Are you following? Now, Lucifer was revealing that dimension of God, but he did not understand. Until God gave him that prophetic word that you, this and this and this will happen to you. He started looking for the seed to kill. Are you following? So the Sadio stone is the stone that is revealing the mystery of godliness in the heavenly realms. But still nobody understood. Because the understanding of that mystery can only be found from the foundations of the world. Before the world was created and nobody was there, only God. So he has only the understanding. Until that manifestation, that is what the Bible said, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. There are mysteries in the kingdom of God, but the mystery of godliness is so great without any controversy. So when the devil was after the seed, because he knows that the seed will, will strike his head, then I will kill the seed. But he didn't even know that the death of that seed was actually the main assignment. So he was pushing the hearts of the Pharisees. He was pushing the hearts of the Roman emperors to kill Jesus. He didn't even know that the killing of Jesus was the beginning of the assignment. Because he killed Jesus when he came to die. He was even slaughtered cry before the world began. That is what the devil did not know. That killing Jesus was actually a way of letting God's will be fulfilled. Oh, the devil. The devil. Sorry. <laughs> so the Bible says, if Satan knew that the assignment of Jesus to strike his head would actually come through his death, he wouldn't have killed him. He thought Jesus was just normal. <laughs> you see, they kill every human being, the person will just enter into the realm of the dead and they lock him up. normal person. He didn't know. The very day Jesus died, he entered the realm of the dead with a massive light. And Lucifer, who was holding the keys of the realm of the dead, was shaking. Was shaking. And he just dropped the key in the hands of Jesus. See, you the one that one abai. Why not buy? That's why there's a song that says, Elsa my friend to me, Nantina, 
Entered the realm of the dead. Lucifer started beating the tip of his finger. What have I done? What have I done? He lost grip of everybody that he had kept in bondage. Because from the time of Adam to the time of the death of Jesus, everybody that died was held in captivity in the realm of the dead. With the exception of only Enoch and Elijah who escaped death and went to heaven. I won't say the other one. Everybody, Abraham, everybody was locked up in the realm of the dead. So people were even afraid to die because they know that when they die, they will be locked up. They will not be free. So Jesus died. He entered straight even into the realm of the dead. And when he entered, he came out, he said, now, I am the one who holds the keys of death and hell in my hands. It was in the hands of the devil, but now Jesus holds it. And when he went there, he preached the gospel. Men believed in him, and he led all of them out of captivity, straight to the heavenly abode. Is that not beautiful? All these were being revealed in the Sadio stone, but Lucifer lacked the wisdom and the understanding in that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you following? So the Sadio stone reveals the humanity assignment of God. God coming in the flesh. This is the mystery of godliness. Then the second stone is called Topaz. Topaz. For the sake of our time, we'll end here. And we'll continue next week. God willing, tomorrow we are going to continue with our message on understanding the book of Revelation. The next thing is Topaz. Topaz. Now, Topaz is actually from the Hebrew word and this one would have to take all the Hebrew letters one by one and understand what they mean now there was a certain are you following a certain island in the Red Sea. Oh, we have all heard of the Red Sea. 
there was a certain island in the Red Sea in the ancient times, and it was called Topazo. Topazo. That was the place where most of the precious stone topaz were taken from. Are you following? Good. Now, but now the island has changed its name to St. John's Island. You can go and search. The name has changed to St. John's Island. That was the place where. Most of topaz were retrieved. Now, topaz is revealing a certain dimension of God. But then, before we can understand the dimension of God that topaz is revealing, we need to look at what topaz actually stands for according to the Hebrew letters and their meanings. Are you following? So, so daddy, does Sadios has anything to do with Mount Odem? Yes. Because also most of the Sadios stones were also taken from that mount. Now when we come to Topaz, first have to go into the chemical um, composition of topaz to let us understand a little bit what it stands for. Now we understood that the color of sardius is red in the form of the human flesh or blood. But then topaz has a certain color of yellowish orange. Yellowish orange yellowish orange the main reason why um, we don't mostly use the colors of these stones to depict what they actually reveal is because most of these stones can change color so you can have an, a stone called onyx, and onyx have different colors, but they are all onyx. So I told you the other time that when people sometimes 
put more heat on some of these stones, they change color. Are you getting it? Even though it is the same stone. But then, certain inclusions of certain things change the color of these stones. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. God willing, next week we are going to continue. Hallelujah. And we'll understand the purpose of all these stones and what they reveal even concerning God. Hallelujah. So please, if this is your first time and you want to understand the message, um, have, we have a lot of messages um, on the podcast. You can go and download them and listen to them. The Lord is going to be a great blessing even to your life. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God willing, tomorrow evening we will meet for um, the prophetic training on the matter of understanding the book of Revelation. We'll talk about the other sides that we need to learn. So please make sure you join us. God willing, this night at exactly 12 a.m. we are meeting for priesthood time. So make sure you join us as we fire prayer. This is our month of prayer. So join us. The Lord bless you and favor you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you feel led by the Spirit of God to release any seed, the number is 0240312551. 0240312551. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We shall meet at exactly 12 a.m. even for priesthood time. The Lord bless you all. Shalom. Bye-bye.
Jesus. 